morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. I hope everything is just going on well with you. Um, today, I just want to really just, I think, start off by appreciating God in my life, you know, what he's brought me through, what I'm learning through him every day. Um... You know, there was something that was, let's just say that I, I've had a, I was, I've been saying this for a while that I've had a challenging week, but it's not so bad. It's just that I'm having, you know, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around a, a number of things and I'm just working, I'm going through the process, you know, and for me, I think sometimes I berate myself for the fact that I'm not as resilient as I think that I should be. And then some other times I say to myself that resilience doesn't just happen, you know. Um, you know, there's a stretch, it's discomforting. And, you know, it, yeah, it, it, yes, you can't force it. So for me, I'm like, okay, perhaps my resilience is going to take me, it's taking me longer than it would someone else. And maybe I'm, I'm not, maybe, maybe the areas in which I'm becoming resilient is not apparent to me or, you know, whatever. But... The point is, I just have to go through and keep reminding myself that this is part of the process. So, yes, um, some days were pretty, yeah, not not so bad, but let's just say, I'm just, let's say I'm, I'm just going through. That's just the best way I can put it, you know, so I'm, I'm going through, you know, so it's, it's fine. And, you know, this is the thing, in the scheme of things, you know that, okay, there's a lot to be thankful for. Oh God, I don't want to be ungrateful. I know you've been really, you know, so it's not really bad. You know, it's not like you're going through this horrible thing. It's not bad at all. In fact, when I think about what my life has been before now, I have a lot to be thankful for, you know, but it still doesn't, you know, but you, there are, there, there are things that are making one anxious, that are making one, that are confusing, a bit disorienting, you know, so I'm just going through it. And at the end of the day, I think what I'm just learning is that, um, to set my eyes on things above. And there was one thing that the Lord said to me yesterday, which he has been saying to me before. He says, I should always remember that no matter how bad it looks, it is never as bad as it looks. That, that it is never as bad as it looks. And that has been something that he has been saying to me. He said to me several times over in different situations. And every time, in fact, most of the times he said it to me, it was when... Maybe I had this horrible, maybe like physical symptoms and it was looking like I was going to, I was coming up with something really bad. And, you know, it was really looking like hmm, when you go and see the doctor, when they do the test, this is really bad. And every single time, and this has happened at least four or five times in my life. When I mean bad symptoms, I mean really, really bad. Like the sort of thing that freaks you out, you know, like bad, this is bad. And um, in all of the cases... God will say to me, this thing is not as bad as it looks. I just know that all this is just happening. The devil is just orchestrating all of this to get you worried and anxious and to now hope that through your fear, he will actually have the license to birth something even worse. But that don't be moved by what you're saying. That is not as bad as... And I'll be like, how can I say it's not as bad? I mean, some of the symptoms are really bad. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, like, physically bad symptoms. And he will tell me not to pay attention to something that is physically debilitating on my body and visually upsetting you know like uh, even if you want to ignore it what you are seeing before your eyes what you're experiencing i mean it's just you know but every time without fail 
eventually by the time I go to the doctors, do the medical investigations and go through, it will turn out to be, even the doctors will be surprised that what they find is not like what they thought they would find because the symptoms would be so alarming. But by the time they do all the interrogations, by the time he, they have, they, they have found out that it's something that is treatable, that is not even, you know, what at all the way, whereas it will present itself as something that was not treatable, if you know what I mean. So I, in many, and this has happened at least five different times in my life. I can remember, and the reason why I can remember all of them, because in each of the cases, the symptoms were very, very alarming very alarming and in fact there are some of the and i'm not even saying that i've had to by the time god takes me through that process i don't even have to it's, it's not like oh i have a condition that i live with as in it just go, it, that whole episode just passes as though it never existed so it just makes me really wonder now that i'm thinking about it that honestly really living a christian life whereby one is looking at or i am looking at the things around me i'm looking for natural manifestation and confirmation of what is real and what is not real it's just a very funny way to live my life because clearly even in my own personal life i can see that physical evidence doesn't always tally with what is really going on beneath the surface that at the end of the day the verdict or the assessment that i can bank on that turns out to be right most of the time if not all the time is the assessment that is given by God. But the natural mind will always want to believe what he or she sees. So even now that I'm in this situation where it looks like, in quotes, all hope is lost, it looks like I have hit a dead end, it looks like a path that I thought would be the way to take me forward on some issues that have been pending in my life, that path seems to be, in fact, closing up before my very eyes and I can't do anything about it. It's like you ought to take a, you're on a road trip and you're about to take a road and pass and before your very eyes, you see them actually putting a barrier in front of the road and, you know, they're like closing it for good. And you know that, you know, just before your car gets there, it actually just closes and you can't get, you can't go through and there's nothing you can do about it. So, it's just making me realize that as bad as it looks in quotes, as contrary, as contradictory, as opposing, as non-unfavorable as this circumstance, this current circumstance may look at the moment, it is not as bad as it looks. And that's what I need to believe. That's honestly what I just need to... I need to know this and really, really know this. Because, like I said, this is what I've observed even in my own life. And something happened yesterday too, and I think God just used that to show me that even all what had happened is something that he could flick with the, with the finger of his, you know, just by a, in fact, a, a twist of feet, he can change everything. And um, I think that's where I now need to understand that he is really the king of kings, he's the most high God, and that I should be patient with him and just keep my eyes on him and trust him that he's going to do what is right for me at every point in time and that I should just be patient and allow him to do that which he knows that which he knows how to do you know let him be the god you know and let me be let him be the shepherd let me and, and I be the sheep 
and I should not try to become the shepherd, you know, to use up his authority and his position because he really does know better. And like I said, this is a situation that is, this is not one of those, oh, I want things or nice to have. This, these are really, you know, things that are about life needs. It's really about life needs. They're really, the situation I'm talking about is not something that you can, you know, there are present challenges. There are things that need to be dealt with. You can't ignore them. You know what I'm saying? You can't ignore them. You can't ignore them. There are, there are things that need to be addressed. It's, you know, one's responsibility to make sure that they are addressed. And the Lord knows this. So it's about a need. It's a situation that needs to be addressed in some shape or form at a particular time, in a particular way. And I need to rely on God to be able to do that. So this I'm only going to read one scripture. Like, you know, on this episode, I like to read scriptures that speak to where I'm at. And... Um, I think the one that says it for me is, um, God reminded me of this actually some days back, so I should have actually used this. I should have um, talked about this before now, but well, here we are. So it's Paul speaking in the book of Philippians chapter 4, in his epistle to the church in Philippi, the fourth chapter, and I start reading from verse 1 where he says, um, no, I won't read from verse 1, he says... Um, he was talking about his financial needs, actually. And then he says, okay, I'll read from verse 8. He says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatever is pure, it's lovely, it's good of, of good report. If there's any virtue, there's anything that is praiseworthy, you know, in it, think about those things. And he said, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, you know, I, I exhort you to please do those things, and the God of peace shall be with you. Then he goes on in verse 10 to say, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, and that now at the last your care of me has flourished again, wherein you were always careful, but you didn't lack but you lacked opportunity. He says, Not that I speak in respect of in respect of want. I'm sorry, this is King James English. Now I, I realize I should have read another version. It says, But I have learned in whatsoever situation that I find myself. I have learned that I should be content. I know, okay, you know what, I'm, this isn't working. Let me just look for the English standard version so that we can speak language that flows because this is one of those texts that is not, um, it's a little bit too whatever in, in, in normal English, in King James English. So let me start reading from verse 10. Philippians chapter 4. So he says, um, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You are indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. But I am not speaking as one who is in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So this, he was talking about God's provision. And I think that actually applies to me right now because even though he was talking of material provision, this, what I'm talking about too, is also provision of some kind. It's not um, financial, but it's provision of, of a way, of a pathway, of a direction, of a, you know, it, it is material in a way, but it is also, it's also, I would also say that it's a physical need that he needs to address in terms of, um, a place, a, a, a pathway, direction, leadership, you know, growth, so many things. The, when I mean leadership, I don't mean lead, I mean 
leading me um, not leadership i should have said leading so he needs to provide a pathway um, direction guidance opportunity placement you know those kind of things it's, it's that kind of, so in a way it's it's very much provision it's it's physical provision it also has material elements although it's not the material that is the problem it is actually now about the pathway and the opportunity and the open doors actually right now it's more of an open door um type of thing it's actually 100 percent of an open door and that door cannot be opened by money you know what i'm saying this is one of those kind of things so you just need go to open that door so 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 what he's saying is that even though i have needs which is talking about hunger and all of that and which is really like you know the greatest form of need that you can have he says but i found out that well he was sending them in church in Philippi. I'm glad that you are now concerned for my well-being and that you are making, you know, taking the opportunity to try to provide for my needs. But that you know what? Don't take it. Don't feel pressurized to do so because I have. I have. It's like I have. What's that word? I have um, developed myself to the point whereby I am now. In fact, he says I have learned that in whatever situation I am to be content. Oh, that's really interesting. Because I now realize that him saying he has learned means that there was a growth journey. And that at the beginning, it was not necessarily that way with him. Oh, I appreciate this honesty because that does give me comfort. So he's saying that he has now learned. I have learned means, I mean, I wasn't always that way. It wasn't intuitive for me. So there were times when I was probably like, why is this happening to me? But he says, based on where I am with the Lord and what I have seen, I have now learned that in whatever situation I find myself, I will be content. And I think that is what I need to learn at this point. He says, I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is Paul here talking about his resilience, recognizing that in this life, there will be highs and lows in every situation, whether it's financial, it's material, it's emotional, but allowing oneself to be infused with the power and the contentment that only the Spirit of God can give in such a way that even in those moments when we have less, when I have less, whether it's in terms of provision, whether it's in terms of pathway, whether it's in terms of direction, open doors, I still retain contentment because my contentment is not in those things, but it's not in the provision, but it's in the God that provides. It's not in the gyra but is in the Jehovah. Which brings me to the song by um, Maverick City, and I think it was Elevisha, it says, Jaira, you are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Jaira, you are enough. And that is exactly what the Lord is saying to me. That is exactly, I have to learn, like Paul learned, that in whatever situation I find myself, I will be content. Because whatever it is I'm going through, is not an indication of where the Lord has taken me. Neither is it an indication of where he has brought me from. Neither is it an indication of what God will yet do in my life. It does not change anything about his plan, his purpose, his destiny, his commitment, and his promise to me. Thank you very much for listening. I pray that the Lord will perfect everything concerning his word 
in our lives to his eternal praise and glory. May I be worthy of his love, of his passion, of his mercy, of his grace, of his commitment at every time. For in Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Amen.